I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. It's got the ball. Jones Well, uh, Fox League, they had their Supercoach Draft TV show again. And look, I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch the thing. Uh, I think it's a little bit irrelevant. I think it's poor that they're getting guys, just just ex-footballers on there that don't really understand Supercoach to do this. I understand it draws in the crowds, but I just think that regardless, no one is taking this thing seriously. I don't think it's growing Supercoach at all. I've said this before, and I understand the argument that, yeah, you know, at least draft is on TV, at least people are talking about it, but I think it downgrades the whole idea of it, to be honest with you. I would love to see them do this properly, uh, get some proper people that understand draft on there. Even if you have, you know, four of these guys and another two guys that do draft, you know, for real, like like, like myself, or you had Natty, or ju- ju- just anyone with any idea, to be honest with you, I think it could really help to build uh, something that I think in 15 years is going to be massive in rugby league. I think that classic will start to die off over the next 15 years. I think draft will be the main um, the main source of supercoach for everyone. I mean, and you know, people laugh at that. Classic people will give shit to it, but I'm sorry, just have a look around the world. I mean, is anyone else, is their main, main focus when it comes to fantasy sports classic? I mean, it's got to be about draft for me. Um, I think it's going to, there's going to be huge growth in it over the next few years. Why I'm uh, so heavily invested in it, it's just a bonus that I absolutely love it as well. But obviously, Fox League, they had Greg Alexander, they had Corey Parker, uh, they had Michael Ennis, and they had Nathan Hindmarsh. And it's funny, I remember when they first did this 2018, uh, I all of a sudden got all these likes. And this is when I was a super coach guru. I all of a sudden got 25-odd likes from uh, Corey Parker on my Instagram and thought, geez, that's weird. I've never spoken to Corey Parker. I had no contact with him. Um, and I reckon that he had typed into his Instagram, super coach, uh, the super coach guru was the first thing that came up. And it was funny. He um, and found out that... Uh, they were filming this show and I thought, oh, that's a bit odd. And anyway, uh, turned out their filming day was the day after he liked all those things on my Instagram. Um, and then I could tell by the side he picked it was either 
guys that I had suggested were going to go good in draft and then simply Queenslanders that Corey Parker picks. That was a pretty cool moment. I remember when I first started the page, I didn't really have much contact with players. So it was a bit of a fanboy moment. And for the old goat of Supercoach to like all my stuff, then pick a lot of players based off that, that that was pretty cool. But um, obviously we're two years on here. They haven't really improved this idea on Fox League. They're obviously not taking it overly seriously. But... As I said, I didn't watch it. I had a lot of you guys send me messages asking for my review of it. So I thought I'd just go through a few. And look, I haven't even looked through these teams yet. I'm sort of doing it live at the moment. Um, I've had a quick look at, you know, which team I think is the best, uh, just catching the eye. And I think that probably Nathan Hindmarsh did the best, to be honest with you. Um, having a look at his side here. Pick number one, he got Nathan Cleary. I, I, I guess I'll go through all the number one picks. So Hindy got Cleary. Mick Ennis got Tedesco. Um, Corey Parker got Damian Cook and Greg Alexander got Ryan Pappenhausen. Look, no huge shocks here. Uh, I I think I would have had Cameron Munster before Damian Cook, but, you know, can't win them all there. Um, I wouldn't push back hugely on any of these. Uh, Damian Cook was picked by Corey Parker. Uh, there, his first pick. I would assume he was probably fourth pick. Uh, I'm not sure the exact order they went here, to be honest with you. The information I've got doesn't tell me. But I did think Nathan Highmarsh's team was really good. Uh, first pick, he got Nathan Cleary at halfback. Second pick, he got Cam Munster. Third pick, he got Harry Grant. Uh, for me, that is an all-star lineup as far as Supercoach goes. They could, they're three guys that if they are all averaged 80, I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest. I think that's a massive win. Uh, he backed that up with Clint Gutherson. Um, a guy that, you know, has just got huge super coach pedigree. Uh, he backed that up with Ryan Madison, Jake Chavorovic, Big Tino, and then David Klemmer. Uh, Daniel Tupu after that, a guy that I think could easily be the top center wing in the game. Uh, it's just a matter of how many tries he scores realistically. Uh, the only pick that I thought was a bit road was was Peter Hiku. Uh, that was pick 10, though. So the only one I would question the entire way through was Peter Hiku. So I think Hindy did really well. Um, Michael Ennis having a look at his he went Tedesco he went Hodgson I remember he took Josh Hodgson first overall a couple of years ago that's uh, obviously he's been helping out down in Canberra he's the main hooker there so I think that's a bit of bias by Mick Ennis he then went Isaiah Yo, Jack Whiten another Canberra boy David Nofaluma Mitch Moses James Fisher-Harris Bradman Best Josh Papali Nathan Brown uh, I uh, I thought this was decent by Mick uh, I don't think as good as Hindy's though to be honest with you uh, Isaiah Yo, obviously that's a guy that He's going to get a bit of a downgrade this year. He loses center wing. A lot of good super coaches would know that. I'm sure Mick wouldn't have any idea, though. Uh, Jack Whiten at 5'8". I'm a little bit worried he's going to go downhill a little bit. A little bit. But obviously, the standout there is Josh Hodgson. Uh, he would have been, he's obviously in the top eight picks for Mick Ennis. Uh, not as bad as he picked him a couple of years ago, number one overall, but still not much value there. Uh, Corey Parker, he went Damian Cook, Jason Taumalolo, Adam Reynolds, Roger Tuovasashek, Payne Haas, Takiaho, Jerome Luai, Tohu Harris, Alex Johnson, and Kyle Feltz. Um, look, Damian Cook, I mean, I wouldn't have taken him first round in a four-man draft pick. I, I'm not sure if I would have taken him second round in a four-man draft pick, to be honest with you. He's taken him there. Jason Taumalolo, I'm not sure if I would have taken him in the second round either. I think he's probably a third or fourth round guy, realistically. We don't know what his minutes are going to look like. We don't know how Toddy Payton's going to use him. Adam Reynolds, I'm sorry, he's not in my top 12 players either. Um, so I'm not huge on Corey's team. Roger Tuovasashek in the fourth round, it means you got him somewhere picked 12 to 16. That's not bad. I don't mind that for Roger. Uh, Payne Haas and Takiyahu after that. Uh, I wouldn't have gone huge on front row forwards. This is something I always talk about in draft, that you don't go too big on your front row forwards. So I think Corey's team is a little bit mismatched here, but 
I mean, I don't think he cares in the slightest, to be honest with you. I don't think he did any research. I know a couple of years ago, the only research he did was liking my, my some of my posts that look like they were made by a six-year-old. So not a heap to read into here anyway. Uh, Brandy's team. He went Ryan Pappenhausen round one. I like that. I think Pappy's going to do really well. He got Cody Walker, pick two. I absolutely love these two. I think that's really good. This is probably my second best side. He then went Appy Curacao, gun hooker, a guy that I think is flying under the radar big time this preseason. Uh, he then went Luke Keary for the Sydney Roosters, Zach Lomax, St. George of the Warrior Dragons, center wing, Adam Fanula Blake, Junior Paulo. And then uh, this is where it really blew me away. This might be the pick of this draft. Angus Crichton, pick eight. Uh, for me, if you took Angus Crichton eight overall, I think that would be fair. I don't think he'll be far off that mark. To get him in pick eight, that is massive value for Brandy. Um, finishing with Stephen Crichton and Cam Murray. To get him in round 10, that's a pretty good gig as well. So for me, I did have Nathan Hindmarsh's team as the best. I think that first three is just unbelievable. Nathan Cleary, Cam Munster, Harry Grant, that is just incredible stuff with Gutho there as well. Maddo, I mean, so much ability there. But Brandy's team, probably number two. And then, Jesus, um, yeah, I don't know, probably a dead heat at third between uh, Corey Parker and Michael Ennis. I'm splitting hairs there. Not much doing there. I think there's daylight from second to third, though. Uh, So, yeah, you know, I'd like to see them take this a little bit more seriously. I don't know how you do it. I don't know if it would work ratings-wise. I'd love to know how this show goes ratings-wise anyway. I mean, Jeez, I didn't even know it was on, to be honest with you. I don't watch a heap of Fox League, but I didn't see a single thing on social media in the week leading up to it. The only reason why I knew it was on is because of the DMs I got from you guys. Hope you enjoyed that review. Uh, Probably not something I'm overly passionate about because I think they're half taking the piss here, but uh, good to have a look at those sides. I'll I'll have more draft content coming over the next few days. Uh, I've got my draft weekend coming, so very exciting times. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 